Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Mike Russin. So I uh, had a Facebook status yesterday that gained a little bit of traction talking about men and feelings and emotions. And, uh, you know, basically what I had said was, you know, men, we cannot allow third wave feminism or women, especially, especially women. The biggest mistake the modern man has made is allowing women to have any foothold or say in the conduct, behavior, whatever of men. Women have no idea what it's like to be a man. I'm not out here giving birth coaching advice. Women, when it comes to men, need to keep their pie holes sealed. Anyways, um, I was talking about how regardless of third wave feminism or what your therapist in the strip mall with an alcohol problem says, you can tell somebody has drug or alcohol problems when they send emails at 2 o'clock in the morning. That's that's a very good indication. If somebody's up that late, they're, they're dealing with some demons. But anyways, um, regardless of what all these people say, you know, and what they're trying to force now is, I see, I get ads for it all the time. Therapy for men, therapy. Men need to be able to cry. Men shouldn't hold, it's toxic masculinity is because men bottle their emotions and blah, blah. Okay, listen, I'm not saying that you should never cry or feel emotion. Like, dude, if we watch Marley and me, I'm going to melt. I'm gonna ball like a baby. When the dog dies in a movie, it's game over, okay? But there is a balance between being emotional and stoicism. Being emotional is an inherent female characteristic. Women are emotional. It's it's so funny how that's like taboo to say now. Women are emotional. Don't believe me? Turn on some reality TV. Janice said that I Janice said that my lips look bad and and then they'll cry for 74 minutes. It's so funny. Women, like, they'll, somebody will make a comment about this this big old bimbo's lips, right? And somehow, I watch this all the time with my wife's shows in the background. Like, I'll be cooking, listening to the debauchery in the background. Sorry, Geneva. I know you love your shows. But, like, it'll go from somebody making fun of her lips to, like, when I was a kid, my dad used to, <laughs> within a span of 30 seconds... You know, and I'm not trying to make fun of anybody. I'm just saying it's like this is how women are, man. They're emotional. Extremely emotional. Um, that's not that's not for men. That's not for men. You know, like when they said that you're acting like a little girl, you're being a girl. Stop being a little girl. Like you're not supposed to be emotion. Wow, let's just slam on our brakes in a 55. That makes sense. Every time I'm on with you guys, somebody makes some boneheaded move. It almost kills me. It's crazy. They don't want the truth to get out. Hold on. Taking a sippy sip here. But, um, got this kava drink. And it just tastes terrible. Oh. But it's great pre-workout. Ugh. Um, yeah, we're passing all you. You better 
partner. Get on your pony, partner. This guy decided to pass the same time as me. Here we go, baby. Let's go. Meow. Ah, <laughs> uh, doing 80 and a 40. Gonna get a felony. Um, anyways, so you've got to, as a man, the point of today's episode, yes, processing and dealing with emotions in a healthy way is absolutely of paramount importance to being able to conduct your day-to-day business as a man. But men, like in men, stoicism is respected. It doesn't matter what these people say. Bro, every time you cry in front of your woman, she loses a little bit of respect. It might just be a tiny, 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 tiny little scraping off the top. But she loses a little bit. She's biologically wired to desire strength and stoicism. Somebody with a sense of direction and purpose and protection. So when you cry, yeah, I've cried in front of my wife many times. And every time I know she's like, oh, it's so sweet. As soon as those words leave her mouth, I know that I've got to gain back a little bit of respect. I got to go chop some wood or lift a, lift a building or something like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like people will try to convince you that you should just feel through all your emotions. Like, you're mo- you're like there, there's this rhetoric that you're not wrong for feeling the way that you feel. Yes, you are. The heart is deceitfully wicked above all else. That's what it says in the Bible. The heart is deceitfully wicked. No, your feelings are justified. Your feelings are okay. Your feelings are true and pure. No, they're not. Your heart is deceitfully wicked above all else. Out of the heart flow all of the problems of life. How many times, okay, all your emotions are justified, right? Okay, how many times have your emotions gotten you in serious trouble? I know everybody here has destroyed relationships, has gotten in trouble, said something they shouldn't have said, done something they shouldn't have done, acted rashly, spoke rashly, Poor judgment. Why? Because of feelings and emotions. No, your feelings aren't right, which is why we need to exercise self-control and discipline. If I acted on my feelings, wouldn't be good for anybody. (laughs) Because I'm generally a very angry, agitated person. That's just my default. That's how I've always been. And I can't act on that all the time. I'd be punching people's lights out at the grocery store. You know what I'm saying? That's not okay. It's not how I'm supposed to be as a Christian man. I don't look at those feelings and think that they're right. Like I genuinely believe we could do without two thirds of the human population. That's a feeling of mine. I don't think that that's right. You know what I mean? But it is a feeling, (laughs) but I'm stuck in traffic. So it's like, here's a great example, man. My grandpa, as you know, passed recently. We went to the funeral in Gerard, PA. And my dad, as if I couldn't respect him anymore, held it down like an absolute G. My uncles and aunts were distraught. Everybody did great. Nobody was like crazy emotional. I mean, it was it was a very sad scene. I teared up. Um, 
you know, the aunts and uncles and my dad's brothers, they were distraught. And my dad was stoic. You know, when they were standing up front greeting everybody that was coming through, which a lot of people turned out. I didn't realize how well-liked and respected my grandfather was. A lot of people. Dude, his car, the guy that sold him his car showed up. Bunch of dude from, it was really cool. A lot of the CEOs came all the way from New York at my dad's prison where he works uh, to show up and show support. Just goes to show you how how special my dad is, right? But anyways, and that's exactly where I'm headed with this, is that my dad held it down like a G. He's up front greeting people. He's smiling. I know he's hurting more than I could possibly imagine. I won't know how bad he's hurting until I lose him. This was his dad. I'm like getting emotional thinking about it. But anyways, you know, this was his father. And until I lose him, I won't know what he's feeling right now. And I can't even, I don't want to imagine. I don't want to think about it. I don't want to try to replicate those feelings. And he just stood there, stoic, shaking hands, smiling, talking, greeting with people. Just an absolute, you know, I could just tell that for the other siblings, he was just a pillar and a beacon of strength and fortitude. And I know myself and everybody else grew to love and respect him even more because of, because of his demeanor. That's a man. That right there is a man. That's a man's man. And you don't see that a lot anymore. Now we got people, you know, these kids, they, they wearing dresses and black nail polish, just being gay. You know what I mean? It's just, just these androgynous losers. Like when did, it, it, it's so, they're so smart. They're so smart. How do you destroy a society from within? You get rid of the men. You demonize masculinity. You glorify femininity femininity and homosexuality and, and transgenderism and all these other twisted, perverted things. Listen, I'm not telling you that if you're gay, you're a twisted pervert. I'm saying that you're part of an agenda. You're being used. Your sexuality is being used in an agenda. And if I were gay, I'd be very upset. <laughs> and I know a lot of gay people that are upset. But you look around and manhood and what it means to be a man has been demonized and men are ostracized and made fun of. It's funny. I, I've talked about this before. I've, I'm, a, I'm a, I would like to think I'm a very intelligent person. And uh, I never... I've never had my intelligence insulted in my life. I've been called many things, but my intelligence has never been insulted because it's, it's just apparent. It's, it's, it's very obvious that I'm not an idiot. And the moment I got very muscular, meathead, big, dumb meathead, idiot, like I've never, as soon as I got strong physically, it's like they think that being physically strong, this is what they've done. They've made it out that being physically strong and intelligent are mutually exclusive. Look at any show or movie. It's always the big dumb jock. And then the hero is the little nerdy, prepubescent, pimply, scrawny looking little. They've done this for a reason. They've done it for a reason. 
if if you have any amount of balls and you're listening to me as a man you need to start to fight against this and the way you fight against it is just becoming quintessentially masculine I'm not saying you need to start smoking cigars and drinking whiskey. I'm saying that you need to start to refine yourself to be in the best shape mentally, physically, and spiritually as you possibly can. You need to be independent and you need to be free thinking. You need to practice stoicism and be in control of your emotions and you need to be a leader in your family and your community. All of what I just said, that's what a real man is. That right there sums up what it is to be a man. And they will threaten you and demonize you and spread lies about you because you are a threat to the agenda. You're either a threat to the agenda or you're part of it. Let me ask you men that are listening listening to me, which one are you? Are you a threat to the agenda or are you just another pawn, another NPC floating in the sea of mediocrity, averageness, androgynous, just pathetic servanthood to the machine. You've got to make a change. Because I can't do this alone. I can't do this on my own. I need help. I can't be the only one out here taking a stand in person, on social media, putting my neck out there. Why am I the only one? I don't see any of y'all doing it. You go ahead. You guys, I dare somebody that's listening to me to take a hard stance against the trans movement on social. Go ahead. None of you will. Why? Because you're afraid. And, well, fine. I'll just keep doing it. I'm not saying to be, I'm not telling you to be antagonistic. I'm telling you to stand up for your beliefs and your convictions. It's our job to change things when they're wrong. And there's a lot that's wrong right now. You can't sit by idly and call yourself a man. So I'm putting together a group. I've announced this a couple of times, uh, but I'm going to officially announce it now. There's so what we're going to do is there's go it's going to be men only. Sorry, ladies, I might start a different division for ladies, but it's going to be men only to start. Biological men. <laughs> uh, not crazy. You have to make that distinction. And uh, there's going to be dues. It's going to be two fifty a month, two hundred fifty dollars a month. Now that might seem like a lot, but I want you to notice that the money is gone. And what's going to happen is we're going to take everybody's dues once a quarter and we're going to donate it. Imagine we got 10 guys, you know, that's 2,500 a month over three months, 7,500 bucks, single mom with two kids really struggling to make ends meet. Boom. Here's $7,500. Like that's the kind of stuff we're going to do. Now imagine when we have a hundred guys, here's 75 grand. So it's going to be 250 a month is what the dues are going to be. And I would like to start it officially uh, like April 1st. So if you have interest in this, some of you have already reached out to me, please reach out again. I want to put together an official list uh, and please make sure you are able to handle the dues. Okay. Again, I want you to notice that it's missing and I want it to be an amount that's going to make you take this seriously. And as a group, we're going to hold each other accountable 
We're going to read together. We're going to grow mentally. We're going to grow spiritually. We're going to have an impact on our communities. We're going to be effective. This isn't going to be some patty cake, sit in a circle group. This isn't going to be a, oh, let's go lift a log together and LARP as Navy SEALs and then go back home to our average pathetic lives and change nothing. That's not what this is. This is we are going to be effective changers. We are going to be iconoclasts and we are going to dig in to our communities and we are going to make changes. So if you got the balls, hit me up. Let's go. Love you guys.